Hi, gorgeous people of my fast-growing cat kingdom. I am so excited about my guest today. Her name is Paola Mayfield. And for those of you who never watched the TV show 90 Day Fiancé, she was one of the original cast members on 90 Day Fiancé about 10 years ago. And Paola is a girl from Colombia. She was highly, highly criticized while she was doing the 10 seasons of the show because she has a very strong personality. And of course, being a Latin girl, she loves dressing sexy. She's really, really beautiful. She was a model and she got engaged to a guy. His name is Russ from Oklahoma. So you guys can only imagine the cultural shock and the differences and everything when she moves from Colombia to Oklahoma with a fiancé visa. For those of you guys who don't know what that is, basically when an American is dating a foreigner, they can give them um, a visa called K-Visa. It's a fiancé visa. It gives you 90 days to stay in the country, in the United States with that person. And within those 90 days, you either need to get married or your fiancé gets kicked out back to their country. Can you imagine the pressure? And so this TV show on TLC, 90 Day Fiancé, document, I, I think they still have it, documents a bunch of couples in this situation. Paola and Russ were um, a couple in the original cast. And by the way, they're still married. They had a kid. She developed her a reality TV show career into other businesses. She kicks ass. She's an entrepreneur. She became a super successful um, personal coach. Uh, and now she's doing pro wrestling. She's absolutely incredible. And she's adorable. It was a really fun, great conversation. And I love to talking to inspiring women. She is a Latin immigrant as myself. We have a lot in common. It was a lot of fun interviewing Paola. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did making it for you. As always, 100% organic, never edited. This is our usual fair warning and disclaimer for those of you who are new to Cat on the Loose Sex Dating Relationships. You are entering a 100% organic zone. What does that mean? It means that this podcast is never edited. It's never scripted. It is real life, real conversations. If you don't like dogs, this podcast is probably not for you because 99% of the time Phoenix is with me and sometimes he barks. If you don't like noises from the real world, this podcast is probably not for you because it's not a canned studio podcast. Most of the time we are in real life situations where we interact with our guests. But if you do love completely, completely <laughs> honest, real and raw conversations, you might really enjoy it. And if you do, welcome to our worldwide community where we can speak freely about sex, dating relationships and everything in between. You are entering a real life podcast. Okay, Paola Mayfield, welcome to Cat on the Loose. It's such an honor to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited <laughs> to be here. I am too. I have to say muchas gracias. We have so many listeners from all over Latin America. I was saying to you off camera, I am so proud, so honored to be the top Latina podcaster in the world because as you know, and that's how I want to start our conversation, this is why I really wanted to have you on the show so many of us, whatever we do, we are so criticized. I don't know if it's because our personality. I don't know if it's because our culture. So for people that don't know you yet or didn't follow you on the show or don't know about your work, we're going to get you everything. But can you give us like a little backtrack? You were born in Colombia. 
how did you end up here? And maybe you can explain a little bit and then you, we can talk about why do you think Latinas are so like whatever the hell we do, they think we're a whore, basically. Like if we wear something sexy, right? If you say something, what is it? Help me oh out, God, Paula. Talking about that, like recently someone actually posted something on like, oh, I guess they, the H-O, because they use H-O-E, uh, <laughs> won. And I'm like, what? I, I, and just for a picture, like they criticize, well, before I get there, uh, okay, so I'm from Colombia. I was born in Colombia. I moved to the United States about 10 years ago. Um, I People know me because I'm part of, I was part of 90 Day Fiance for about 10 years. I think uh, since the show started, we call it We Are the Originals uh, because we started season one of 90 Day Fiance and Happily Ever After and other spin shows that the, the 90 Day Fiance had. But before I moved to Colombia, I was a shoe designer. That's yeah. where I met my husband in Colombia, and he proposed me to call. Uh, he proposed me, and then we decided to move to the United States. Ah. Uh, we came with the K one visa and the ninety day fiance <laughs> story. Okay, that way. all right. So let's go part by part. I watched the show because I was fascinated by the show, and I and this is why I I, I literally fell in love with your work because he, we see you see this girl coming from Colombia. For those who don't know, Russ, by the way, you're still married to Russ, right? We're going to get there. They have a beautiful son. But you come to Colombia and they put you on the show with the 90-day fiancé visa. And he was from Oklahoma. So it was a clash of cultures. But I was honestly really shocked because, of course, you, you, you have a strong personality, which I love. And you said, you know, I don't like this place. This place is boring. Why is, is he not going to move for me? No, no, no. But all the criticism went to you. Like you were doing something wrong to him. Yeah, I feel like he knew how it was, but <laughs> he never told me how it was the life in Oklahoma. Because ah. it's like bringing someone who... Practically, I've been on my own since I was 15 years old. Like, I've been very independent since that age. So, uh, to come into a place that I am barely, like, I'm, I can barely go out. He's, he's social, but with friends that, that they don't like me. <laughs> so, it's like, it was a very culture shock for me. His family is very conservative. Right now, they accept me. I want to believe that they accept me, I, I, even though that shouldn't be the word to accept me. Right. But they, they, they realize how I was and like, because I don't think they ever met someone outside from their circle. So, and I'm coming from a country like we are very proud about how we dress. We like to dress as sexy. Yes. We are very comfortable. And there is craziness that I have here. People like, oh, she's dressed like that in front of her kid. Like, Colombian culture, <laughs> I don't see it like a, we don't sexualize ourselves. I don't see like a, I can dress like that in front of my niece, nephews, and they're like, they right. don't look at you like, oh my gosh, what's that? It's just the body. There are, of course, differences, and I, there are people that are very conservative, but the Latina world, I feel like we are very confident, and we like to, some girls like to express it like that, the way I dress. I like it. Why not? If we have it, we plant it. Right? Some people don't like to do that. That's okay. Exactly. I don't go it's just it's it's crazy the way they criticize you for something that that it's like I grew up in that culture. Yes. No. Listen, and I completely agree with you because the same with me being born in Brazil. I've I've lived here my entire life, 
I'm, I'm an American, but to this day, like I post something, if it's a little too sexy or some episodes I talk about sex, people immediately, like I was joking, they think, oh my gosh, she's such a whore, she's sleeping with different people. And I think it's so pathetic. And I remember on the show, and if you guys didn't watch it, not kidding you, go, go back there and watch because you stuck, like, because many times people, of course, you have the TV in your face. You're in Oklahoma. Everybody's criticizing, like you said, what you dress and what you say. And she's too sexy and she's using him. They don't even know you, right? But they decide they're going to criticize you. But you stuck. Like you had a strong personality. You're like, no, I'm not going to change the way I dress. I'm not going to do whatever I want. And then, you know, girl and me comes out to play in that moment because it's like, don't do that. And I'm like, you're not going to tell me what to do. But it's more like, okay, am I hurting you by dressing up like this? Like, I feel like I got a lot of heat because... Uh, well, I decided to move to Miami. Like I told my husband, I have a strong personality. I told you, I am on my own since I'm 15 years old. So I know being independent. I know like to take control of my own life. Marriage is a 50-50. Like we have to commit. But you cannot just tell someone like, or oh, you cannot do this. Or you cannot just like express yourself the way you want. Like Because that will be changed completely like the person that he met. And so yeah. people saw it in a way, and you know, it's a TV show, so fights happen. We, that's part of that. That's part of life. But like, I'm going to stand up for what I believe, even though you feel like I shouldn't be doing that, but like, that's not fair. And I feel like they push a little bit too much on Ross because I don't think his biggest thing was being so conservative, not letting me be myself. It was more like, I needed to tell him <laughs> that I was going to do certain things. Like, for example, the top, the topless was not topless, but it was implied photo shoot. Right. And that was like, that was a, a crazy deal. fight because I didn't tell him, but I didn't know I was going to do that. Uh-huh. It, was... it happened and... But listen, I, yeah, no, I totally agree. Like you have to have communication when you're a couple, but the point is, like you said, people need to accept us for what we are. And I honestly tell you with all my heart, I thought even from back then, 10 years ago, right, that you did the show, you were a freaking role model. I loved it. I was living in Miami at the time and I saw him and he said, no, I'm going to move to South Beach. He has to do something for me too. No, no, no. And all the critics were like, oh, she's going to use him. She's going to dump him. Oh, she's yeah. in South Beach fucking around. I think one night you were like having dinner with your friends or something. And people were like, oh my God. Yeah, look, she's having... And I said, well, so girls cannot have guy friends. She's not doing anything wrong. But I loved that you did not change. Like you said, people need to accept you for what you oh, are. Yeah, accept us or respect us. Yes. Oh, mind your own business. Because we're not going around telling like, oh my gosh, that's way too much clothes. Why are you wearing so much clothes? Like, we don't go around like we let people be. I know that I have made mistakes. I used to be a person when I was hanging out with Juan, uh, my ex-BFF. And I we used to do that, but that was child, like childish. Like, being, uh, like talking about other people. Right now, I'm a mature person. I learn from my mistakes. And even more, once your life is on tv and everybody sees you see yourself like damn that's not who i want to be <laughs> yeah that's not me but other times when you go and look at the social media and like the way they talk they talk bad about you it's like oh i know it's, it's so bad like yeah. you know you have so, i have so many comebacks when people talk to me <laughs> 
I'm like, but no, I'm better than this. But sometimes they find me with my hormonal. So I am drinking because, and I'm at this Latina fire comes to play and I just tell him how yeah. it is. Sometimes. I think it's a part of the game. Yes, unfortunately, every time you have a public job, if you're on TV, we post on social media, there is always the person, like I said, they don't even know us and they have to say something negative. I always respond with kindness, like, you know, go look at somebody else's work. Go follow somebody else's work. Fuck you. I wish I could do that. <laughs> Damn, I'm not, I have to wake up in a super, like, amazing mood to actually, because no, sometimes, well, at the end of the day, they just want attention. They just want attention. Exactly. Like, someone yeah. just wrote something yeah. to me, like, someone just, literally, this person, this follower has been saying the same thing since I cut my hair. He's been saying like you must be very angry at Ross for doing that to your hair. Oh no, that's so stupid! And you look adorable, by the way. You guys have to go to my social media because I'm gonna put all these videos of her there. She's super pretty. Uh, we're gonna talk about your your work, what you do now. But finishing uh, the conversation about the 90 Day Fiance for the, the people that didn't watch the show, you met Russ. He went to you, to Colombia, correct? Yes, he was working in Colombia. So he was working. So it's not like, because I saw a bunch of stuff online. People were like, oh, she came here and she was trying to find a guy here, you know. And I said, no, they, you. he met you there. And his eyes, like he was like madly, madly crazy in love with you. Like the way he looked at you. And, you know, he was trying and I thought he was cute because, like you said, this this guy from Oklahoma and you're this fiery, gorgeous bombshell from Colombia, two different worlds. But I realized that he started slowly trying to adapt for you as well. Right. Make changes because he didn't want to lose you. Yes, he made a lot of changes. <laughs> he noticed that. Uh, I think like I, I feel like when we talk with Ross about the changes that we have may have been for good uh, when he met me. I didn't even want to go out with him because I thought, look, <laughs> these guys come here to Colombia and they just want to have sex with the girls yeah. and they just dump them. You're not going to play with me like that. I don't have time for that. Like, I'm not going to take, nobody's going to take advantage of me. So he was insisting so many days about hanging out, but in his apartment. So I'm like, no. <laughs> so he finally invited me to a different place. And but at the end, we ended up kissing that night. <laughs> We went to a place and then we got some drinks and like, he's very cute. He's very handsome and he was very persistent. So I noticed that he was such a good guy because you can tell like, I don't know. I feel like it with Ross, I don't have those thoughts that like, oh, he's going to shit on me or like, he's going to go out, do something. Like, I feel like I have yeah. so much, so much peace. Uh, like he doesn't even go out That's, to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> like, and it's and not that I go out often, but I travel often. Oh, okay. And, but like, and he insisted so much that like we ended up dating. And since that day, uh, we we were together like until today. Yes, we have some ups and downs. Of but... course, like any marriage, right? It's tough. But I do think that, like you said, you were on TV. So everything is being magnified and you are like in a new country. You're in a new city. You're trying to figure out, you know, what you were going to do, what's going on. And of course, the TV cameras are on top of you guys. And all the, the, the viewers of the show, millions of people are criticizing you. I'm sure the pressure, the pressure must have been so intense on you. <laughs> I was the first gold digger on the on 90 Day Fiance. I was the first one. 
And even though like I was I was working before, of course, once you get to America, you don't know you can't work. Right, you, right. You wait. So it's a lot of things. So of course they call they call your names and stuff. Yeah. But but people doesn't know really do. And what you said is true. Like uh, it was my first time in America. I arrived, and as soon as I arrived to the airport, there was cameras waiting for me. Oh really? Ah. Oh, wow. I have to even like I I see my husband with a big sign. And I look at the cameras and I freaked. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> no, this is not the face I want to show. Because I, I barely sleep. I was like, I cry all night because I was leaving my family. So my face was like, no, this is not what I want to show. So I have to go and put some makeup on and be ready. <laughs> and when the show started, they didn't know exactly what they were doing. Now, right now, thanks to our, thanks to, to us, the yes. way we did, we did it. Thanks to us, they kind of figured out what to do. But they were following us around. They filmed so much. And none of that was there. They yeah. just put different things. And even though I feel like there was a great season, the people in my season were, they were genuine stories. They yeah. were like beautiful stories, love stories, weird stories. But it was different. Right now, I haven't catch up with Yeah, what's I happening. don't watch it anymore. To be really honest with you, I agree. It changed. But let me ask your opinion. And yes, I think it was better back then. I don't know why. But like in your case, obviously you shut up all the critics because 10 years later, you guys are still together. It's not true that you were using him. They were full of shit and you're happy. You guys have a beautiful son, right? I see on your Instagram, you're so adorable. You're such a hands-on mom and you, you have a crazy successful career now. But let's be honest, not everybody on the show has great intentions, right? Some couples there... When we watch, we're like, oh my God, this is going to end up badly, right? You see right from the get-go that it's a bad idea. Did you, and I, I remember you participated in the, um, the reunions and you talk about it and you're very expressive. Did you feel like when you were doing the show, when you met the other couples, like, oh my God, a lot of these people obviously don't have the best intentions, well, um, I feel like at the beginning, the only person it was someone that I tried not to mention because he hate, he hate my guts. <laughs> but I wasn't standing up for Daniela, for sure. I feel like I needed to stand up for Daniel, and uh, it, it wasn't fair that what was happening. But at the same time, I look back, back and all of that stuff. And sometimes we need to learn how to mind our own business. But you get caught up in that, like when you hear this thing that this person is saying. And I have this, like, if she can stand up herself, I am going to help her. And it's not my business. And I made mistakes and I got criticized by that. But you know what? At the end of the day, you want to deliver a good show to. Because yeah. it's boring to be sitting in there, listening to everybody and no interact <laughs> with that. Like, I know it's everybody's life, but the idea is to interact with each other because that's why we are kind of like in the same situation. And I got in trouble sometimes for doing that. <laughs> because no, I, I, too much. I don't know if you got in trouble, but like I said, you're opinionated. I mean, you see shit and you speak your mind. I personally don't think that's a bad thing. I, on the contrary, I don't understand why as women... People expect us to kind of keep our mouth shut. Like you just said, oh, I got in trouble, I got in trouble. It's like, why? Because if you have an opinion, if you see something bad going on, if you see a woman, you know, maybe being abused or, or embarrassed to speak up, and if you can speak up for her, I think that's a beautiful thing. 
I just, I just hope, I, obviously in a perfect world, people wouldn't be so critical of women with such strong personalities, you know? I feel like they're just so afraid. Like, they, they just see it as a way that is disrespect, but at the end, it's just people are speaking up their mind and just standing up for what they believe. Yeah. And that's, I think, that, like, that people judge me a lot. Like, okay, if I want to post pictures on bikini or if I want to model bikini, uh, bikinis, I can do it. It's my yeah. body. And I have the right to do it. And I feel like if for them, like, no, you have to tell your husband, like, oh, come on. But that's between you and your husband, right? That's like between you and him. It's not for anybody yeah, else to judge. Yeah, and I don't need to tell anybody, like, hey, I talked to my husband. He told me that was okay. No, like, it's my job, and in my job, I do what I... Like, I just did some pictures in Colombia, and I showed it to him, and he was like, okay, that's nice. But, like, it's just right now, it's like, oh, that's okay. But now it's like, oh, you are a mom. You shouldn't be posting those pictures. Your son... Friends are gonna uh, are gonna bully him. Oh. I'm like, I'm gonna teach my son how to stand up for himself. Good for and you. Me, <laughs> I am. Not, I I know. I'm, I'm gonna teach my son how to stand up because we're not gonna tolerate bullies or anything like that. I and so bullies need to be put in their place. Yeah. No, I love, and I think you're teaching your son also that men should respect women not based on what they wear. Like you said, oh. I can't believe people would say that. Like, oh my God, you because I'm I'm the same. So I, we have the same style. I It's just my vibe. I like dressing sexy. I like low cut. I think the older I get, the more I want to show. <laughs> I don't want to do the opposite, you know? You know what? No, it's not a not Just do it. Exactly. Exactly. But I think... Got away from us, like yeah. oh my wife. I will never ask my wife, or I will never allow my wife to dress like that. Like, course, your wife have to ask for permission for that? Like, can you imagine? Just this is my my life. Yes, asking for permission for uh, there are certain things, but but I know my limits. I feel like I know my limits, and I know what I what I can I cannot do. At the end of the day, like it's it's about talking. To your spouse and like, oh, this is me. But at, at this point, we have been together for 10 years. So long, It's right? like, he knows how I am. He knows that I'm not going to stop. And if people criticize me more, more I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I'm a firm believer, Paola, when we're doing any kind of job, like I said, your photos are, are stunning, by the way. I saw the photos. I put one on the promo art. You're stunning. And I think when people start criticizing our work, it's because we hit a nerve. Like, okay, maybe I'm doing something like the podcast when I talk about sex. I feel like, you know what, I'm opening up conversations because I want to encourage women anywhere in the world to talk about sex. We are sexual beings. We deserve to be sexual. We deserve to be sexy. I think it's so much better to have a mom like you, your son, than all these men that look at us and judge us and criticize. I think it's horrible. So honestly, I think you're a fantastic role model for your audience and for your son and for Latinas because I try to demystify and I want to ask your opinion and you tell me if it's like mine. Like I was saying, for some reason, maybe because of our personality, because we dance, sometimes we're loud, we love dressing sexy, our, it's our culture. I think there's a lot of misconception about us, especially in the United States. People see us and like they have a stereotype, like, oh, she's such a hoe. 
Oh, she does a sexy photo. She's gonna cheat on him. Oh, she does a sex podcast. She fucks around all kinds of guys. Do you feel the same in terms of like being a Latina? You're more criticized than other cultures, or this is not your perception? Well, I I have a. There's a lot of people from Colombia, a lot of Latinos that follow me, and I notice like they have been criticizing me a lot and thinking they are Latinas too. So really? I don't get it. Wow. So, yeah. And so, but the majority mm. are women. I feel like, yes, as a Latina is a target, but Latina means sexiness. I feel like a Latina, <laughs> when you mention a Latina, for them, like they think about sexiness, pretty woman, dressing up, beautiful, looking good. That's what I mean, the concept of Latina is strong women, hard worker. Um, and I feel like it's not just, because we are Latinas, because there are Latinas who also criticize us a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's sad, right? And you, you mentioned something yeah. that I always talk about that breaks my heart when it's women. When the criticism comes from women, it breaks my heart because I don't understand, like, how can you criticize a woman that you never even met in your life? Yeah, I get, oh, I get, well, you know, I get so many messages and I recently started <laughs> reading them and I'm like, oh, they're coming for women. And wow. some guys, like two or three guys, like my wife, I will never. And I'm like, shut up. Why are you looking at my pictures at this point? <laughs> exactly. Look at my pictures, you're saying something. And what are you doing? And here you think I'm too much. Uh, but I feel like it's very sad that we, I, I don't know. I, I wanted to try to understand, but I feel like we are we are hormonal. So I, I feel like when people just send me a message like that, <laughs> they're on the period or they're freaking, I don't know, something is wrong because I don't get it. How you wake up and send a hateful message to someone that you don't even have an idea. Like, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't sit me right. Like, I see things on social media and I say like, oh my gosh. I know. But I just don't go in. Same. Like, ah, no, it's none of my business. Uh, like, okay, I think about it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny that, but I'm like, it doesn't give me the right to, yeah. to make it public and just make that person feel bad. Like, no. what I think what? is that usually people that do that, that leave hate messages or negative comments, it's a problem they have with themselves. Like, usually they're frustrated with their own lives, or many times they don't have the courage to do what you are doing. Like, believe it or not, like you said, you get criticism from, from other girls in Colombia. Maybe those girls are the frustrated girls that would like to have the courage to start a new life in a different country or do sexy photos, you know, or be on TV. And because they don't want to get out of their comfort zone, like they end up attacking somebody that, that actually pursued it and did it, believe it or not. This is why I kind of feel sorry for them. Instead of like getting angry when somebody says something about me, I feel sorry for them because if they had a happy life, like you said, who the fuck wakes up in the morning to put something nasty about someone on social media, right? You think you have something better to do. <laughs> yeah, no, and being insulted in many languages because I get insulted in Portuguese, Spanish, English, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, it is interesting. You know what? It's been like so many years since I've been doing this that I'm, I'm not gonna lie that it doesn't get me. Sometimes it gets me because yeah. I'm, I'm I woke up that day and feeling a lot. I'm very emotional. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make me like sad anymore in a way like it offend me. No, not anymore because Same. I I understood that that's not 
my product. No. And you have it's a huge crazy. following, by the way, that loves you and adores you. You have over yeah, a million yeah, followers. You have a crazy fun TikTok account. I love your videos. They're Ooh. so cute. Many times you do it with your son. You guys should definitely go check it out. And you have fun with it and you have a great sense of humor. So other than the haters, you have a much bigger fan base. Thank yes. God, right? Mm -hmm. Thank yeah, God. That's why, like, the, the thing I used to post more often, and then, like, I, I was getting too much, like, hateful comments. And I just, like, I, I, I'm now I'm getting to the point that sometimes I disconnect from one week, two weeks, just to relax a little bit. Because yeah. no matter what, you don't want to be reading that bad energy all the time, those negativity. And, but I, <laughs> I miss talking with my fans. I miss, like, showing them a lot of part of my life but i feel like those haters uh, have <laughs> i don't want to say effect but like somehow like i'm more mindful of what i post i don't i don't post much pictures uh, pictures with my husband yeah good my for son. you yeah you're very protective yeah good it's for because you. when i do it they just like they want to ruin <laughs> it with the hateful comments and i just don't care to have those beautiful pictures being yeah. ruined by by they hate and it's not because i'm not with them or i don't want to show them i'm very protected of them good for you i, I hear you yeah say i'm the same i post tons and tons of stuff about my work but whenever i'm in a relationship i kind of keep it private yeah because people are nasty uh we're gonna take a two minute break uh, paola when we come back i want to ask you how you evolved from being a, a, a huge uh, reality TV star on so many seasons into being a pro wrestler. That is so cool. Like, talk about a tough, cool chicken. And you are a personal trainer. Your body's sick. Major body goals, people. And your nutritional goals. So I want to talk about how you transformed your career and also, I, a lot of people want to know, like, so many girls send this question. And I know you just, you described a little bit, but if you have any tips for, like, how to deal with the criticism, how do you manage to stay so strong and move on and, and, and do everything that you do? So we'll be right back. Stay there. Hold that thought. You have two minutes to think about all the, the criticism yeah. you want to do. This is a super fun episode with this gorgeous, gorgeous woman. And, and your smile light, lights up a room. And I'm very honored to have you here. Paula Mayfield will be right back. A lot of you guys ask me all the time, where do I record Cat on the Loose? How do I do it? Is it easy? Is it complicated? And the answer is, it's super, super easy. I do it on Spotify for podcasters. It's basically a free, listen to this word, free, no catches, platform where you can record, edit, and distribute your podcasts without any complicated podcasting equipment. Anyone can get started. All you need to do is download the app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasts and get going, record your episodes, they distribute on all platforms, have fun with it. That's how I started three years ago, and now a little over three years into it, Cat on the Loose is on the top 0.5% most downloaded podcast in the world by Listen Score on Global Ranking, and it's super cool. So instead of spending thousands of dollars buying some crazy complicated equipment or renting these fancy studios, Get Spotify for podcasters, figure out what you want to talk about, who is your niche audience, and have fun with it. Let me know how it goes. Good luck. I truly believe one of the most important things we learn as we're getting older is how important it is to put ourselves first 
and really invest time in taking care of our bodies, mind, soul, and of course, our health, which is our most precious asset. So women everywhere, this message is for you because my brand new sponsor, Winona, W-I-N-O-N-A, is here to help all of us out there who are dealing with menopause and perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. Winona is the home for physician-prescribed bioidentical hormone replacement therapy with an easy-to-use network of doctors based out of your state who can make getting started with hormonal replacement therapy a breeze. Winona's bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is made from plant-based hormones rather than synthetic, which is something so important to me and I know to so many of you out there. So it aligns with your body's natural rhythm to offer relief from hot flashes, weight gain, and other uncomfortable symptoms that so many of us have felt before. 80% of women who use Winona find relief within just 90 days. How great is that? Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit. With free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel anytime, your path to wellness has zero obligations. Make sure you use code CAT, K-A-T, at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. Winona, menopause and perimenopause care made easy. We love that. And as most of you guys know, this podcast is not only about dating and relationships, it's about sex, because obviously sex should be a huge and important part of a healthy, fulfilling adult relationship, right? So a few months ago, I created Prazeres Sex Toys. Prazeres means pleasures in Portuguese, P-R-A-Z-E-R-E-S, sex toys for happier healthy, fulfilling sex lives. We ship worldwide. Check it out. The sexiest sex toys ever. A lot of them are miniature, such as the lipstick, the cherry massager. They're great for foreplay. You can use them alone. You can use them as a couple. You can take them on your travels. They are super, super fun. And you guys that listen to my work and listen to my interviews know that I have this major, major dream of normalizing this conversation for once and for all that We deserve to seek pleasure without being judged with or without our partners. It should be a great and important part of our lives. And you know what? If you guys look at Instagram, social media, they sell all kinds of medication for depression, Ozempic to lose weight, something else to curb your appetite, blah, 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 blah. For ADD, you name it, you can buy medication. The United States is a heavily, heavily, heavily medicated society. When in reality... Some of the top uh, medications, quote unquote, natural medications against depression are natural, such as having orgasms, sunlight, exercise, and yes, having great sex and having great, great orgasms. If you're not with a partner, if you're single, if you're alone, why do you have to wait? Get your toys, get your O's, and you're going to feel amazing. Check it out on the internet, prazeristoys.com, on Instagram, prazeristoys. Use code FALLINLOVE for a great discount at checkout and a free gift. Let me know how it goes. 
Last but not least, I want to say thank you to Privé LA, the top luxury concierge company in the world, Privé, P-R-I-V-E-E-L-A.com and on Instagram, Privé LA Luxury Concierge. Basically, they take care of everything you can dream of. You're going on vacation. They make all the reservations for you. You want the tough to get table at the hottest restaurant in town. They will get you in. You want fantastic experiences like meeting celebrities, celebrities, VIP access, concerts, whatever it is, they have it. Like, for example, November, one of the hottest things going on is the first time ever Formula One Las Vegas. We are going to be there. If you guys don't want to miss out in all the action, they have incredible packages, tickets, VIP access, accommodations. So make sure you reach out. Don't miss out. Tell them I send you. They're super cool. They answer your DMs on Instagram 24-7, multilingual staff all over the world. So anything you guys need at all, reach out to PreVLA. Okay, we're back with Paola. She looks gorgeous and she's my kind of girl because she shows up to do Cat on the Loose holding a gorgeous martini. <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> You're my kind of girl. Uh, a lot of people ask and you don't have to answer if you don't want. Um, you guys are not living in Oklahoma anymore. You haven't lived in Oklahoma forever, right? Yes, we uh, we only lasted three years in Oklahoma, and that was because my husband got laid off, and I said, that was from the show too, I said, well, you don't have a job, that that was the one who was stopping us from leaving, um. I'm moving to Miami, so I started looking things to Miami, and but we are not living in Miami anymore, we're living in Orlando. Ah, uh, so where? Orlando? Orlando, yes, oh, close cool. to the Disney, the Disney World and all yeah. that stuff. Amazing. So we're living in that. It's more quiet. Miami became a little bit too much. Too for much, me. yeah. Because, like you said, it's been th- it's been ten years since the show. You evolved. Your life changed. You guys have a kid. You're still together. Now, a lot of girls, especially, sent this question, and I agree. It's easier said than done. But being criticized hurts. Being criticized when you're on TV is so hard. Being criticized when you're on TV and in a new country, like like being the new girl in school, right? And people are like all over you. I imagine some nights you probably went home and like, man, this is tough. Like, I can't believe it. But you kept going back, going back. And like I said, you stuck to your beliefs. You're like, no, this is who I am. This is how I dress. This is my culture. He needs to accept you as much as I accept him. You were really, really, and I love that. You're really strong personality. But the girls ask, how do you handle criticism? Any tips? Like if somebody out there is listening to us, especially now with social media, right, Paola? So many younger girls, they compare their body. They compare everything with the celebrities, these impossible beauty standards. How do you deal and how do you stay so true to yourself in this chaos? I, I love that question. I do. I actually like... I, I, I watched a video recently, you know, while you're scrolling into social media, and I saw this girl crying, and it called my attention. And she was crying because people were being were mean to her because of her body, because she was trying to, like, I think she was trying to be Selena. Uh, but I don't know, I just, like, I, it called my attention for that because I didn't cry for any comments, but I have felt hurt, and I feel like I have that of myself. You know, it's more like, is, am I doing something wrong? Like, what am I doing wrong? Because this is who I am. Like, I can't, 
like if they don't accept me how I am, but this is me. Like I, I just can't, I, I can't change it. Like I can't change that I don't speak properly English. I can't change that I get hit very fast. <laughs> but but that doesn't mean that people have the right to put me down because of the things that I can't change or the things that they want me to change, but I am comfortable with it. So going to that, like at the end of the day, people are following you. People are looking at you. They are the followers. They're like, some people love you for what you do. Others are still following you, but they are there. And no matter what, even if they say something, they're the one watching you. You don't even know about them. So the, you are important. And I hope that the person who is listening to this, I hope you know that you are important. And it doesn't matter what they said. You're not going to change who you are because you, this is your, your essencia. No sé. I don't know yes. how to say essencia. Yes, yeah, your essence. Yes, yeah, your essence. Yeah. You, you don't need to change that to feed into other people. Because even I try to change. I feel like I used to post more often be of me dancing because I used to dance in front of the yes. camera. Yes. And I, and I stopped doing that. And I'm going to start doing it again. I'm going to start dancing again. <laughs> because I feel that so, so many people stopped me from that because I feel like, why am I doing this on Mary? Why am I dancing to people? No, I'm expressing myself the way I I feel like I should be expressing myself. And it makes me, it's making me happy. So your happy, happiness matters. The other people just woke up in a bad mood and just decided to hate you for no reason. So it's nothing that you are doing wrong. Is them, and they can just go and <laughs> go fuck themselves. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> you, you are you. You're unique. You're unique, and you know what? Why you're so unique? Because they're they are watching you. Yes, Don't I you love that. They're watching you. So you're not on their pages. You're not watching what they're doing. So you are doing something wrong. Maybe this sounds so cheesy to say all the time, but when they're when they're, you have haters, you're doing something good, and it is true. Because mm -hmm. they more than what they're hating you because you're having success. Yeah. And oh, they don't have the guts to raise yourself, to put yourself out there for the rest of the world to judge you or to applaud you or to congratulate you. They don't have those balls yes. that we have. And so <laughs> you point the finger and you just keep doing you. I agree. No, I agree. One million percent. Do you? I love, love your message. Like you said, uh, you can't change your essence. You can't change who you are. And it breaks my heart that so many people keep trying to change to copy a celebrity or even like to conform in a relationship. I have seen couples on the 90 day fiance because not all the girls that, that go to this show have your strength and your personality. Many times they come from countries where like, uh, it uh, doesn't matter which countries. I don't want to say it now because I don't want to get backlash. But they come from cultures where the women are like, you know, massacred, right? They're not supposed to talk. They're not supposed to do that. So they come to the United States with a guy and they start changing everything because they're terrified of not doing exactly what the partner expects them to do. I've seen that many times on the show and it worries me because like you said, people should be able to be themselves and not be afraid, right? Like you, like when you showed up here, you, I cannot imagine, yeah, you being in Oklahoma. I mean, you said you, you only lasted there three years. I'm like, wow. I don't know. I don't know if I would have lasted there three days. She's fucking strong as fuck. So you made all your sacrifice as well. 
<laughs> it was not easy. I, I spent many days crying. This is something that it happened to me when I was living in Oklahoma. It was the saddest part. And, and it was no cameras rolling that part. It was, but it was very raw. I got married. My husband, uh, he almost didn't have the wedding day off. Uh, and the next day of the wedding, I had my, I was there for like, what, three months. And I knew that I couldn't get out of uh, United States because of the visa. Everything that you go through when you are in a K-1 visa, you're not allowed to leave the country. You have to wait until you have a green card. Mm. And that, that's a long process to be able to get out. And we filmed everything. That was, you know, the beautiful moment, the wedding. You have everybody. I had my friends living with me for like a couple, uh, I think one week. The next day, everybody left. Uh, yeah. My, my husband. Oh. He went to work for a month. Oh, the my camera God. Me, like, yeah. like, I got all of this since I arrived to the United States. And then it was gone completely. Like, I, I feel like I was 25 years old. I feel like I'm very mature right now. And, like, at that point, no matter what, they're like, I'm, I'm new to all of this. This is something that I have I've never experienced in my life. I never experienced, like, I never expected to marry. Uh, I have worked on, on, on front of cameras before, but nothing like this. And the beautiful wedding and then not having my husband and my friends, I was devastated. Oh. I was depressed. And you were I alone got... in a place that you didn't have close friends. Like people weren't being supportive of I you, right? Because I couldn't drive. Like mm. I, I was not, you, you can't drive until you have a driver's license. So, so many things that were like, that, that at the beginning, I, I guess I got there, I was busy filming. So then when everything stopped, like I, I, it hit me, it hit me how hard it was to be there. So my husband gone, me in an apartment alone. And to be honest, my English wasn't the best. My, my English was terrible. Like I couldn't understand <laughs> people and I, and they couldn't understand me because some people are very yeah. mind, like close-minded. Yes. So they don't understand accents. And so I, I, I suffered from anxiety. Mm. I got to take pills for depression. Like I have a cabinet of pills. Like I didn't know what my, my mind and everything was going through. And like the first years with, with Ross were, were like hell. Yeah, but that's the thing. This is the part nobody shows, right? The cameras, like you said, they want to show the drama. They want to show the conflict. Of course, it's TV. But once they're gone, like you're a real person. This is your real life. Trying to adapt in a new country, new city, no friends, no family. And I think it's amazing that, that you stayed there. You didn't give up. You stuck there yeah, through I everything. And I could, like, assume there is, this is something that nobody knew. But... I had a ring that was a white gold and I'm very, like, I'm so independent and I just feel like if I'm going to give something to someone, it has to be from me, from my money. And my husband gave me a credit card just if I need something, but I, I didn't want to use it. So I told his father to take me to a pond so I can sell the ring oh I can buy a gift for my husband. Aww. I was like, oh. and he went with me and I sold it and it was a beautiful ring with that with that emerald and I sold it just to buy him oh a, a, a gift because Christmas because I wanted him to have something I like I feel like it's so many different things that nobody saw about me because they always saw this strong person yeah. and of course you get to a new place you want to be excited and, and I, I was a party girl too I was coming <laughs> with that mindset well you were in your I, early 20s you know I mean come on what do people expect that you're gonna stay home like go to church go to bed at 6 p.m that's like crazy stupid you know yeah. 
And I was the tequila girl, like, you know, there was the scene that everybody was just like tequila and nobody wanted tequila. And I'm like, I want tequila. So I feel like I wish like they would show like a different, a little bit of different side. More like a, like, I feel like for being so strong, people think that I don't have feelings or like, but like in, in me, I don't allow myself to be sad. When I start feeling sad, I just like, I don't have time for this. Good for you. you. I'm the same. <laughs> yes but like i cry in private like people think my life is perfect they don't know my personal problems because i'm like fucking nobody wants to see right but yeah i cry in private and then i wash my and then i show up like looking perfectly professional but like you said of course we have feelings we have stuff that nobody knows everybody has battles everybody has problems but i think You are an in incredible, incredible example of strength because, and the fact that it's such a bad idea to judge people like by the looks or by the little bit you see about them. And it really drives me crazy when people do that to me or to anybody else. And this is why I've been dying to talk to you ever since I saw the show. Because I'm like, she was so massacred on TV. She was so criticized She was called names. I mean, this girl comes and nobody knows her. And I love that you're putting the story out there because I think before we criticize anybody that we don't know, maybe sit down and talk to them and ask questions and get to know them. Because like you said, you were going through hell all alone. And at the yeah, same time, people are posting all kinds of lies and crazy shit about your life. You know, I, I really, really admire you. And I am so grateful that you're opening up and telling us your story. It's incredible. No, and I think like with this new reality show that I did, I'm going to show a little bit of different side of myself. Uh, and I'm very proud that I was able to do this reality. I don't know if it's going to air at the end of this year or at the beginning. What is it called? Month. Can you tell us? The GOAT. is the GOAT. The GOAT. The greatest of all time. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're trying to find the greatest reality of all times on that show. Right? Oh. It's like a competition show. Awesome. It is amazing. Yes, I'm the only Latina... Uh, so I'm representing everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get to show a different side of myself on that um, on that show. Yeah, let me, know, like let me know. Let me know whenever you know that it's coming out because I want to watch it and I'll definitely put it out there for my audience. But now, many years went by. You guys are still together. Everybody has problems, ups and downs during the marriage. But whatever, you're still together. You have a beautiful son, and your career evolved. Can you tell us how did you become a, a pro wrestler? I mean, you kick ass, uh, you became a personal trainer, right? You developed like this whole super successful career that has nothing to do with TV. So it's not, again, another mis misconception. People think, oh, these fiancés come here because they want the money from these Americans and these Americans are victims of these whores, la, 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 la. And it's all bullshit. And the money maker. Exactly. Because you're a boss bitch. <laughs> But like, this is the thing. Like, I'm the money maker and I'm the one who moved this out. That's why, like, this is strong personality helps a lot because it moves people. People depend on you being strong. <laughs> Stop. Let's say that again. Wait. You are the money maker. I am the money maker. <laughs> I am, yes, I am the money maker. And to be honest, people, they don't have idea, but then I am. <laughs> I love it. You're kicking ass and you're naming names and you're the boss. So 
when you guys were... <laughs> Like, I feel like he's very proud of me. Oh, sure. Of me. Like, I started from zero in here. I, I have to start from zero. And I, I became a personal trainer. I, that's how I said 90 Day Fiance, all the TV shows and stuff done. And I became a personal trainer because you're not going to be on a show forever. <laughs> uh, so you got to make some money too. And I became a personal trainer. Plus, I love helping people reach their fitness goal and all that stuff. I love training. I love working out. And then when I was in Colombia, I was watching this movie fighting with my family. The uh, One of the actors is The Rock. And the main character is, is Saraya from UK. She's a wrestler in real life. Um. And it showed this very hard. And when, like what she said in the ring, when she, there is a moment in there, she's in the ring, like, why are you doing this? Why did you do this? And you can get to be somebody else in the ring. And that's like, you, you disconnect from the real world. And I feel like I, it hit me. I feel like it. I want something like that. I want something that I am a badass and I can be something else, but I still, my other life, like a, I don't know, like a secret superhero or something like that. And I just talked with my manager, Dominique, and I told her, can you help me find a school? Because <laughs> I want to try. <laughs> and she was I like, I love you. Hey, You're so cool. You <laughs> and you know what? She sure did. She did a amazing job finding uh, my first coach was JB. And I still talk to him. He helped me a lot. And I started training, but when he saw me, he said, she's not coming back. When I took my first bump, he said, she's not coming back. <laughs> because it was, it, it's tough. It is Oh my tough. God, yes. Honestly, I like to think of myself as a tough chick, but that's something I would not do. <laughs> I'm not you that tough. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I have to say my, my like very strong respect for the girls who yes. do rough. Because when I started, I had bruises in my ass. Oh my, my Jesus, I'm Everywhere. sure. And I like, <laughs> my muscles hurt. Even the muscles that I didn't know I have, they were in. <laughs> Look at the beginning when you're learning because you don't know how to take bumps. Right, like, right. Their boots, their ropes, you don't run them right. Like, it hurts you. I have so many lines. Like, bruises, my goodness. But now that I know, I cannot... I, I haven't been able to go back to the ring because of my breast surgery, but I cannot wait to be there. I want to oh, see. Wow. So, but do you want to like take this as a career and fight professionally or as a side hobby? What do you have in mind with the pro wrestling? Are we going to see in the WWE? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I do. Uh, it's hard. I think it's hard to get into that. Or oh, I don't know. I haven't reached out because I feel like for me, I want to be super, super prepared. Yeah. And because there's so amazing talent in there that I just feel like I'm not there yet. But so I can I, I see you like I can see you there because you have this personality. Like you said you keep going, going, going. You start something from scratch and you go for the stars. I can see your personality doing well, that. I'm like <laughs> as soon as I get back in the ring, I'm gonna start doing like crazy stuff because I already learned like the the basic. But now I I really want to I fly. <laughs> I want to do a lot of crazy stuff. Um, I I feel like a, I'm gonna do it until I can do it. You yes. know, until I have the opportunity to do it. But of course, I have like my personal trainer, uh, my personal training business. Um, I'm actually doing my own gear. So maybe eventually I'm going to start selling gear for all the wrestling. Awesome. I, love, I love to do that. Um, so it's like I have a little bit of everything. I'm not the kind of person who can settle for one thing. 
I love it. You're an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. And that that's like, I think we're demystifying a lot of things like that, that you came here as an opportunist, that every girl that comes and marries an American, that's all they want. And it's not true that just because you're from another country and you marry an America, you want to sit on the couch all day and take their money. In your case, it's the opposite. You're kicking ass and you develop an incredible career for yourself the past decade. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it. Russell, and I want, like, my goal in Russell is I want everybody to know my name because I want to make a name for myself in Russell. Someone that chose to start it and they have the passion to do this, that's me. And, like, I can do other things, but this is something that it became like, a, like, I want to be good at this. I want people to look at me and, like, I know she didn't earn this because she's a TV star, but because she's really good in the ring. Yeah. And that's my goal. I want to. I want to seal that, like I want people to, to think about me like that, like she was able to accomplish that. And I want girls and women to look at me and say, you don't have to settle for one thing. If you want to do more than one thing, go ahead. Amen. Everything you, do, everything you do, do it because you love it and you like to do it, not because you have to. Because you're going to be miserable if you have to do something. That you, you don't, don't want to. I agree with you 1 million percent. And I always say that women can do anything we want. And yes, you can have many careers. You can be a wrestler and you can be a coach and you can be a wife and you can be this and you can be a mom. You can be anything that you put your mind into. Don't let people put you in boxes. If you guys don't know her work, please go check it out. Your videos are sweet. They're funny. You have an incredible sense of humor. Your Instagram is just your name, right? Paola Mayfield. I'm going to put the links on all my social media for you. And you are a personal trainer and a nutritional coach. Do you do, if anybody listening to us, they want to reach out to you. Do you do like Zoom classes? Do you do Zoom coaching? I, was, I also, I was a Zumba instructor too. I, <laughs> I love that. Girl, we got to do a Zoom. I love Zumba so much. I teach some classes of Zumba. I used to oh. do like a, going to the house and my friend have like 10 girls and I was training them every Sunday. But I, I'm going to start taking, I'm going to start uh, doing some live classes uh, because I love that. I really enjoy it. Yes, you should. I'll be there. I'm signing up. I'm not kidding. I'll be the first one there. <laughs> everything so it looks good and yeah i'm gonna do that because i love doing what i have passion of. like i and that's my yes. passion staying active doing little by little like everything i like but you are a, a huge role model i i was very excited to interview you but i'm even happier because when you when you don't see someone and you you don't know you know how they're gonna be when you talk to them and tell the story you are a million times even nicer and more fabulous than i thought you would be I am so grateful and I really think you're an incredible role model to Latinas and to women everywhere and to men because your relationship with your kid is the most adorable thing in the world to watch. And I think you're going to raise you're going to raise an incredible man that's going to be respectful of women regardless of what they wear. <laughs> you respect women. <laughs> <laughs> no, my son, like, oh, I love that boy. He's everything. He's the sweetest. How old like, is he now? Four. He's four years old. What's his name? Axel. 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 He's yes. super cute. You guys can see the videos. You do tons of TikTok and you're on Instagram. Paola, thank you so much. This was such an honor. And yeah. by the way, if you ever make your way to LA, let me know. 
we can get together and do another episode here live, a Zumba class, anything you want. It will be an honor to have you. <laughs> I'm planning. I need to go to LA. I have to. I'm talking with my manager because she lives there too. So I oh, am there. You to go. Yes. Yeah, so if you do come, please hit me up. Let's get together. Then we can continue this conversation. I'd love to meet you in person. You're oh, amazing. Thank you so much. You're thank awesome you. too. I love having this phone call with you. I yes, you're incredible. We're going to drop the episode in a little bit. I'll send you the link. You're amazing. I'm so honored to have you, Paola Mayfield. Many, many kisses your way. You're gorgeous. And your smile lights up the room. You guys got to go check out the videos. Thank you so much, Paola. Bye, gorgeous.